T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy yeah. about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. That's right. You tell him, Tommy. You tell him, baby. We might just have Nick take over. What's up, everybody? I can barely hear myself. We need to get this equipment repaired in the studio. That's all right. Why do I need to hear me? You guys are the only ones that are forced to hear me for the next couple hours. Hello. How are you? Good morning. Happy Sunday, everyone. It is the off season. That means the Six Rings guys, a.k.a. the Six Rings postgame show, fellas, have now morphed back into their original superhero form. Fitzy and Hart coming at you here from 11A to 2P. All across the WEEI Sports Radio Network, we are Boston Sports Original. If you would like to engage in two-way sports talk radio, please give a call at 617-779-7937 anytime during the program. The text line is open and available for business. Please try to play nicely in our digital sandbox at 37937. And of course, you know the socials. Use them. Try not to abuse them at WEEI at FitzyGFY. And at Jumbo Hart on today's program, three hours of nonstop XFL talk coming your way. Ah, we'll talk a little bit about the dunk contest last night. We will talk about the New England Patriots. And just when you think we're going to let sleeping dogs lie, it seems someone else is trying to stir up the nest with a quarterback controversy where we thought none existed. Can't we just have a peaceful offseason? We'll check in on your Red Sox. Great to hear the Sunday skate back Live, in studio, in person, Bridge, Scott, the Razor. Good times, your Bruins. They are rolling. Have they stopped scoring yet, Andy? I think it was like 6-1, 7-1 yesterday, last I checked in against the Islanders. Yeah, they were shooting the puck in spurts, and I enjoyed it. I watched a little hockey Pucks last night. Among the net. Oh, tremendous, but it was like a smorgasbord of, uh, of sports entertainment. I was bouncing around yesterday afternoon. It was, you see, for those of us, you know, in my line, my company line has always been, You know, there is no methadone for the NFL. It's tough to come off of, uh, even if this was a bit of a wonky, unusual season for the NFL, it's tough to just come down from the high of always being engaged in talking about football, living, breathing, sleeping, eating, and dying for the NFL. What was a tremendous Super Bowl that caps off uh, an unusual yet still captivating and, you know, great for content purposes type of season. 
it's nice to actually then settle into, like you just said, the smorgasbord. We dine exclusively on NFL for like half of a year. And now we open ourselves up to a veritable plethora of things. This is like, you know what this is, Andy? This is sports tapas. Some small plates of a little bit of everything. Like today, the diehard sports fan, you can watch some uh, rubbing and racing. You can watch some XFL. You got the all-star game tonight. Uh, There's ice hockey on. Like, I'm here for the smorgasbord. I would also argue that much like tapas, sometimes you try them and say, okay, glad I didn't order a full-size version of that. I'll never get that again. Exactly. You know what? Uh, Someone told me I would love the squid. Turns out I'm not a big fan of anything that doesn't show up on my plate in little crispy circles as opposed to a a grilled grilled piece of octopi. Um, So I want to begin today with a just a quick, you know, since you and I, like I said, we're so headlong in football for... Geez, from, you know, end of July up until last Sunday. And we still are because we're recording multiple Six Rings podcasts every week and there'll be plenty of football talk today. But, Andy, let's do a quick state of Boston sports. Let's just open up very broad. Let's just sort of check in, a little temperature check on all four teams. And uh, we're coming off of the Sunday skate, so obviously the WEIP one, the the ardent diehards and the super fans are, are well informed. But I think we can say right now, well, I'll, I'll ask you. Between the Celtics and the Bruins, who do you think is in the best position right now to not only succeed, but to raise their respective sports cup and or banner? So uh, I know some people may not like this, some of the crossover crowd from the uh, skate populace. Uh, I'm going to go Celtics just because of the experience factor in terms of they were there last year. Mm -hmm. And I know both teams are interesting because they have varying degrees of young stars and experienced talent. They both have new coaches. They both are on record paces. Uh, I think I saw that the Bruins are still on pace to tie the wins record and tie the points record. Um, so, you know, they're both great for some reason. And this could just be that I'm not quite the hockey fan that I am basketball fan. Mm-hmm. I have a tad more faith in the Celtics, although that has been shaken a bit lately uh, when I've had to watch games that included somewhere in the range of four starters missing time and injuries have been a little bit of an issue and Rob Williams continues to be a question mark uh, as he always is so even with that and part of it is I look at the rest of the competition um, the only team I'm sold on beating the Celtics and they may have their own injury issues we'll see is is the Bucks in their conference in their conference in the Eastern Conference no no I'm not willing to give anybody oh. in the West a oh, nod right now. Really? I'm saying the only team that I would accept a lost series to for the Boston Celtics is the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I got Phoenix. They're they're like off in my periphery, and I'm watching, and they're coming up fast. You know how when you're on the highway and you're in the middle lane, you can kind of see the cars that are coming fast behind mm-hmm. you, so you expect when they're going to pass you? Well, I don't usually look because I employ a personal driver like Greg Hill. So oh, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> uh I can see the Suns coming up, and I'm like, huh, they look like they're catching up to us pretty fast, even though they haven't done anything yet. This no, more... they got they got chemistry issues they have to work out. they got to find their flow. Yeah, they got they're, talent, too. There's more than enough talent. I mean, with, are you kidding? With, with Chris Paul, even though he is the ultimate choker when it comes NBA Finals time, a killer like Kevin Durant, who's probably reinvigorated, sounds like he sure is. you got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. There is enough talent right there amongst those four. They will gladly put their best four against any other four and say, best of seven, bring it on. They are the definition. Great call, Andy. They are the definition of objects in mirror may be approaching you faster than you expect. Yes. That, that said, they could blow a tire and never reach us. Um, the one thing I will say for people that will say, yeah, you said that too about you know the uh, the Nets. Well, now you're talking about a team that doesn't have 
everything that comes with Kyrie. This is a different team with KD and talent trying to come together late. Um, so I would I would not rule out the Suns being the team to beat in the West. But even then, I'll give the Celtics a very good chance of winning that series. The Bucks are the ones that would uh, would be the concern for me on the horizon. But I, to answer your question, give me the Celtics as the most likely Boston team to win the title. Okay. Uh I agree, and it's mostly out of a particular, I'll I'll admit to, clear, uncut, unfiltered bias when it comes to which team I think is going to win just because I have the greater emotional investment in the Celtics. I, too, obviously, football is our primary passion. Used to be Red Sox number two, but they have uh, done a wonderful service to the region and Red Sox nation by forcing all of us to completely emotionally divest ourselves of the Red Sox right now because I don't think there could be any less anticipation or passion, but maybe whoa, Brad. Whoa, 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 whoa. But maybe Brad going to be able to pump us up and whoa. get us fired up down there in Fort Myers. Whoa! What do you what mean? Whoa! D- did you not hear the 15-minute segment Rich Keefe and Andy Hart did the other night? That was all positive, all Red Sox. I ah, man, no, I did. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the Odyssey app and I'm going to go back you into should. the Rich Keefe show archives. Perhaps even subscribe to the podcast available now, just like Six Rings and Football Things and hashtag Dork on Spotify, Apple Pods, WEI.com, and of course the Odyssey app. That's where I'm going to go get it, Andy. I'm using, I'm deploying old-fashioned Boston sports fan technique here. I'm telling myself I'm not getting into the Red Sox so that when Masataka uh, Yoshida and some of these other guys come up and surprise you and when Kenley Jansen has a resurgent great year and he's awful next year and we won't worry about that. I'm only concerned about year one when the bullpen is better and you actually get some starts out of sale and, and packs and all of a sudden it's like, hey, who are these guys? I'm expecting that kind of season, but I'm tamping it down. I don't want to let everyone know that's how I feel. And good thing I didn't just admit it on the radio. So we're not in the Red Sox. We obviously can clearly say are probably team four if we're doing a little tier ranking here as to where the teams are and who's going to do well. I think the Celtics are just a whisker closer uh, than the Bruins are, uh, even though the Bruins are just absolutely running roughshod through the league. Big trade made this week by Toronto. Obviously, they're going to do everything they can. They're only 13 points back behind the Bruins, which is still a lot, but... Uh, the gap, it seems, is not as giant. The chasm between the Bruins and other teams maybe not as wide as we believed it was just a few weeks back. Obviously, there's still time for the Bruins to make a deal. The Bruins are, like, right on the heels of the Celtics. But I got to tell you, and we'll ask these questions uh, of our guest, John Corrales from Boston Sports Journal, who joins us at 120 today from out west. Uh, I got to tell you, it's the difference to me is as talented as the Bruins are, they need to make a few moves. Uh, maybe they can find an enforcer, some more, uh, some extra third-line defensemen to make sure they don't get bullied in the playoffs. The difference right now, the addition of Malcolm Brogdon and the level that Derek White has taken his game to recently encouraged me to the point where I don't think they, like, let's say we get one of those nights where Jalen and Tatum are defended uh, up to their gills and out the wazoo. Like, they just absolutely can't, like, they can't move without fumbling the ball. The turnovers, they're clanking it off the front rim, whatever. You could have a night where Derek White, that game against Milwaukee this past week, Andy, that may be, and I know we hate celebrating moral victories here at WEI Mm. and in Boston as a sports town. You find me a more important loss in recent memory without having to cross over sports and go, whoa, the Giants lost to the Patriots in 2007. Like It almost, to me, was one of those kind of losses, and they really could have won the game. The bench is great. Their depth is tremendous. And maybe, just maybe, there's somebody they can find on the buyout market to stretch the bench and add to their depth a little bit more. But I was so, first I was entertained, the Andy Hart's number one principle of watching and talking about sports. I was thoroughly entertained. Yes, I was, Maximus. Thank you. I was indeed entertained, number one. And number two, 
I was encouraged by what I saw. Like, they went without the entire, basically the entire starting team. They ran the bench out there against Milwaukee starters and said, we play till 48, cool, we're ready. And they had the lead for 41 minutes in the game. Then they went into overtime and had the lead and barely lost a game where Drew Holiday shot the lights out and Giannis did annoyingly Giannis things. But I'll tell you, man, I thought that was awesome. Just awesome. It was a tremendous effort. You're right. I think maybe we should be beyond, be beyond moral victories uh, for the Celtics, even with the dramatic circumstances in play. Um, but we, they're in that land of Eastern Conference Finals is the absolute floor, right? Mm-hmm. Anything beneath that, you screwed up, you, you lost, you busted out, whatever. Um, the, the expectations are high, and they should be. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think they cleared... Uh, a potential uh, distraction or talking point with the the Missoula removing the interim tag this week, making him the head coach, get that out of the way on the all-star break, and then it's like, okay, we're shifting gears and we're going full speed ahead towards the postseason when you get back from the from the break. So, um, yeah, I, that that was a nice effort. The, the thing I found interesting over the past week plus mm-hmm. was for so long we had talked about Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum and the chemistry and the leadership and blah, 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 blah. You know, we, we all know what we've done for five years now. Um, now the talking points are Peyton Pritchard wanting to be traded and not comfortable with his role. And um, Grant got a Williams. nice little showcase the other night. He played very, like, shut up and actually make yeah. the most of your minutes when you get them, Grant yeah. uh, Peyton, as opposed to complaining about wanting to be a starter somewhere else. Your Terry Rozier time will come. Right, and and I don't understand that, and I don't think it's a big deal because my guess is the guys in sort of the top five, six, seven spots on the roster are like, wait, he's talking? What, what is he talking about? Let him shut up, shut up. <laughs> what and have Grant you Williams, done to earn this? Thing. Exactly, $20 million? Lol. Right, the new uh, executive VP or whatever the hell he is of the uh, NBA PA as he was uh, elected this week. It's great, but you can laugh your way past those. Their chemistry, they're rolling there, you know, we had Wick this week saying he told, you know, Jalen Brown personally he wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't have it, other than injury, which is for everybody. You know, if if Giannis's wrist thing from the other night is a big deal, then remove them from the list. They're toast. Injuries can derail any of these teams. Absolutely. Other than injuries, what's our next biggest question? Missoula's timeouts? Yeah. Like, is that yeah. the next? I feel pretty good about that then. I, I do as well. Heard a great interview yesterday on... The Christian Arcan show. He had Jared Weiss from the Athletic on talking uh, about the Celtics at the All Star break and what's going on. And I found this interesting, and I definitely want to ask John Corrales when he joins us in a couple hours. Uh, he said he asked, "What do you believe is the best thing about Joe Missoula? Like, what is Joe Missoula's finest trait?" And his answer uh, was that he kind of has some of the swag and some of the tenacity that Ime Odoka brought to the team last year, never being fearful of reminding players that they're not doing things well enough that they can ramp up their effort. And then being also like he's nice enough that he can be a little bit of a fence mender and a bridge builder like Brad was. Like he kind of represents a fusion of the two distinctly different styles that both Brad Stevens and Ime Odoka brought to varying levels of success. And he's a young and he's a an energy guy and the players love him. They love him to death. And for all of his quirks, from the chewing gum to the bizarre press conferences to uh, not calling the man just seems to have a, a flat-out allergy to calling timeouts. And maybe his whole thing is that he's trying to just learn on the fly, like he trusts the talent on the team to such a degree 
that he wants to be less of a helicopter parent of a coach and learn and try to figure things out on the fly. That's fine. I just don't ever want him to be a liability because the talent on the floor and on the bench is good enough that this team can and I believe should win the NBA championship. Yeah, but we've been talking about coaching liabilities dating back. You know, is a mismatch or mm-hmm. or whatever. That's been a concern, and part of that is until you get a ring, you kind of you don't win that check. You don't win that mm-hmm. edge, right? You go against a coach that has a ring, everybody's going to say, well, the coaching advantage is on the other bench area. And you have that with Missoula. But even this week, I found it interesting that you basically had Jason Tatum say, you know, my favorite coach was Ime. I like the others. My favorite was Ime, and I, you know, it's too bad he's gone and blah, blah, blah. And that didn't even really resonate. That didn't even create any sort of, oh, wow, Jason Tatum wishes he had a different head coach, not the one he has. It just kind of bubbled along and, and went about its business in, in NBA All-Star Weekend. So um, I don't see anything that derails this team not named Giannis. Or injuries, like you said. Or injuries. But yeah, again, injuries. that's every team. That's every Same single team. Be, yes. So that goes, that that's said, for who, that's said for the Bruins. Same with the Bruins. A couple injuries and the Bruins are toast. So we could have that discussion with anybody. So... I will just go with, if it's not named Giannis, it's not a concern for the Celtics. Looks like it's a 1 and a 1A as far as where the teams are right now checking in on the Celtics and the Bruins. Each team has a legitimate shot at the title. The Celtics squeak it out for Andy and I as well. What say you, Boston fans? 617-779-7937. Who do you think is the closest to a championship? And are you happy with where the Bruins and the Celtics are, Celtics respectively, at their, well, it's further than the halfway point. They're at the All-Star Bank. The Bruins just came out of theirs as well. Big win yesterday. We'll get to the Patriots, and yes, we will talk some Red Sox later as well. Obviously, we believe it to be one and two with the Bruins and the Celtics, then the Patriots and <laughs> the Red Sox. But we'll remain positive. We'll do the best we can. Try to get some of that Bradfoe sunshine beamed in here on the show. We'll talk later about those Red Sox. We'll come back. We'll talk some Patriots. It's all on the table here. Fitzy and Hart with you till 2 o'clock, and now we trend with Big Bad Andrew. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Pitsy and Hart in our new Sunday time slot, 11A to 2P, hanging with you here on WEI Boston Sports Original. Holler at us anytime if you want, 617-779-7937. That's the number. Lock it in. Always happy to talk to you. Boston sports. You want to talk Celtics, Bruins. You want to talk Patriots, Red Sox. It's all on the table, Andy. I like that we're going a little bit, uh, I won't say grab bag, because, of course, that is the segment mm-hmm. sensation that is sweeping the nation on the Rich Keefe Show, where you can hear each of us, respectively, two nights a week. Uh, like you said, it's a bit of a uh, Boston sports smorgasbord today, just catching up on everything else that we weren't talking about or paying as much attention to, because we were knee-deep in football and the Patriots. Uh, so, it was a week ago that Super Bowl 57 played out a fabulously entertaining game right up until... The call. Uh, some people wonder if that will be the call. The way that Super Bowl Fifty Seven is remembered. Are you going to always remember it for the call that didn't probably need to be made, but at the same time, kind of had to be made? Is that always going to be a sour grape? If you're not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, that sits in your mouth. I enjoyed the game thoroughly. I thought the Chiefs would win. I thought it would go over. It was a great game. It did. Uh, and of course, we now have the. Annoying question, because everyone is always in a race, Andy. Everyone's always huffing and puffing to get to the next. Who's the next GOAT? Who's the next greatest that? Who's the all-time best at that? And and do we have another dynasty on our hands? I think you and I sort of parsed words over this a little bit on the podcast, the Six Rings pod this week, but it's worth bringing back up again because it's still on the mind of a lot of fans coming off the sweet high of the NFL. This whole entire idea that now, just because they've gone to five AFC championships in a row, and I don't mean to diminish it by saying they've just because they've gone to five in a row, that's pretty damn impressive. Mahomes has two MVPs, now three Super Bowl appearances, and two Super Bowl titles in just those five years. You want to put him in the conversation of lock him in, Hall of Famer, surefire? I'm here for that. You want to say that he's now entered the conversation of potentially one of the all-time greats, Okay, he's working his way. He's earning it, absolutely. But this whole routine that we're dealing with about is Patrick Mahomes now the GOAT in the middle of Chiefs Kingdom? We called it a reign. A lot of people want to call it a dynasty. It's not a full-blown dynasty, like we said. They are definitely reigning over the NFL. They are the team of the decade. But of the many things that we need to pump the brakes on, first and foremost, this guy is an amazing talent. Give him a chance to play for another 10 years, make the playoffs eight of those 10 years, go back to the Super Bowl a couple more times, maybe even take home a couple more Lombardis, a few more VLTs out there in KC. Then maybe we can start entertaining that conversation. But uh, does the world need this much filler? Do we really need to go to these levels and these heights? Patrick Mahomes is already next to, if not surpassing Tom Brady as the greatest of all time. Are people being serious? Well, first of all, has anyone actually said that? Like, you you go in different circles, and so maybe it actually exists. I've heard questions about could he be, could he end up, things of that nature. I know, I think it was Warren Sharp put out the graphic right after the Super Bowl. No one has had a five first five years as a starter like this. And I saw Patriots fans getting pissy and responding. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. It is a fact. Yes, Brady won three Super Bowls. He didn't go to the playoffs every year. He didn't win 12 games every year. Like, it was a very specific list of accomplishments for Patrick Mahomes in his first five years that no one else has done. And yet, Patriots fans, the Foxborough frauds, get defensive and start fighting back. So I would ask you, and I'm being dead serious here. I'm not trying to create an argument, oh, straw man, whatever. 
Are there people who are already calling Patrick Mahomes the greatest quarterback of all time? It seems to be a bit media manufactured. Okay, because I don't think anybody is. I think people are saying, wow, five years in, if I extrapolate from here and multiply it by two plus or three and say 10 years from now when he's 15 years in as a starter, wow, this guy could go down as the all-time great. He's He's got something really special going on, and that's true. He has laid a foundation, but now it's about what he does with that foundation. You can have a great foundation, mm-hmm. but if you put all your money and investment in the foundation of your home, you're going to be disappointed because most of it is the stuff that goes on top of the foundation that matters to you on a daily basis. So I like the debate because this is what sports is, right? It was... Do you want two more years of Brady or 12 years of Garoppolo? So that's, an, uh, by by nature, an extrapolation, right? That whole argument. That's what this is. Like, it's it's the future. What do you expect to come? Do you expect Mahomes to become the greatest quarterback of all time? I do not. I think there are going to be really? okay. Travis Kelsey leaves. And, and the other thing is here, when you really want to get into what you call the filler, do we need this much filler in the world? Mm-hmm. The debate that's been going on for years that led to Brady's the goat, but Rodgers is the boat, right? You could oh. have some of that with Mahomes. Is he the best of all time, but not the greatest of all time? Because he only wins three or four Super Bowls. He doesn't get to seven. But I also think Travis Kelsey will be gone soon. And I know he lived through Tyreek Hill, but as he continues to live through it, how does that go? And then when Andy Reid leaves, because I don't see Andy Reid around long enough for him to have two decades with with Mahomes, like Belichick and Brady had two decades. He's six so years we- behind Belichick and about 60 wins. That's the, th- that's the surprising thing. Andy Reid is sneakily, you know, you, you talked about the Suns coming up on the Celtics and the Bucks in the rearview mirror of NBA, uh, NBA title contenders. Andy Reid is not far off. I, I, right. Now, I can't see him coaching eight, nine more years. I, I would be stunned if Andy Reid coaches close to near a decade because it looks like Bill Belichick is going to coach easily into his early 70s now. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, but I think there's a better chance Reed catches Brady than than Mahomes catches I mean Reed catches Belichick than Mahomes catches Brady. Re- okay. So you think there's a better chance of Andy Reed catching Bill Belichick in terms of career wins than there yep. is Patrick Mahomes catching Tom. I mean he's got two and what is he 26, 27? I mean he's like he's but barely he's 26. Age. He's barely old. I know, but he's barely old enough to rent a car. How long already- do you think he'll play? Do you think he'll play till 45? Uh, 45? No. Can I see Mahomes playing 40? until he's like, he may also just not feel the need exactly. to carry on. That he, exactly. he may just think, you know, I've, I've accomplished everything I wanted to by the age of 35. I've done enough. I've made enough. He it plays out that huge contract that he got, that decade-long yep. $450 million mega contract the Chiefs gave him, by the way. Very much earned. Very well deserved. Uh, it's, honestly, it seems like a bargain at this point to me. Yes. But... Can I see Patrick Mahomes catching Tom Brady in terms of maybe AFC final, you know, conference championship appearances? Maybe. Seven Super Bowls? No, I just can't. And here's why. In addition to the fact that we all know how incredibly difficult it is, there's a greater level of talent now competing with and or around Patrick Mahomes than there was during Tom Brady's time. Now, Brady, obviously, we had Brady Manning. We were treated to, inarguably, I believe, the greatest rivalry in football, the greatest quarterback versus quarterback showdown for well over a decade, I think, in the history of the NFL. I never thought that there – I don't know if there will ever be a better one. Now, Burrow and Mahomes may say, 
uh, you know, hold my avocado toast, Tom Brady. We're we're going to give you and Peyton uh, a run for your money. We'll see. But there was that. There was Roethlisberger. I guess you could say Phil Rivers. And that was about it. Whereas right now in the AFC, you've just got like, it is a stud factory. Yep. I mean, Trevor Lawrence hasn't even tapped into the full power of his potential. You've got Justin Herbert. I still think he needs a head coach to be able to actually get the Chargers going in the right direction. Joe Burrow has showed you he belongs in the elite-level conversation. He's gone to back-to-back AFC championships in Cincinnati, no longer a loserville of the NFL. And Josh Allen, always going to be relevant just by sheer will and by his physical talent alone. Now, we'll see what the Buffalo Bills do this offseason. They're kind of facing some sneaky, huge questions as far as uh, who they're going to actually sign. Do they keep Tremaine Edmonds? Do they go after another receiver? Does that cost them on the defensive side of the ball where they probably need more help? Von Miller, does he heal up and come back by the, for the start of next season after he tears the ACL? So there's a lot of questions, more questions than not facing Buffalo. And, oh, by the way, the Jets and the Dolphins would like to have a say in the matter. Lamar Jackson may stick around Baltimore. Like, it's going to be that much more difficult, for me at least, to see Patrick Mahomes get to, let alone win five more Super Bowls, thanks to, if nothing else, the level of borderline elite talent around him in the AFC. Yes. It, it's not you, – you don't – I mean, people are painting – it's maybe the 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 rivalry with Burrow or the rivalry with with Allen, but right there it makes your point. There's multiple guys. It was Brady Manning. It was never Brady Roethlisberger, right? No one mm-hmm. ever talked that no. up and was like, "Oh, that's going to surpass Brady Manning." It was a one-off rivalry. I legitimately think this is a rivalry love triangle at the very least with Allen and Burrow and Mahomes, and as you said, some other guys knocking on the door of entering mm-hmm. the chat. Um, so yeah, it's, and it's all in the AFC, which is great for us as football fans in one sense. Um, maybe not so great for the NFL. If you have a year where you don't have a great team in the NFC and then suddenly your best game is your AFC title game. But yeah, that's going to be challenging. Even the division, even the division out there is no cupcake. You know, there was a lot of also rands in the AFC East for years and not a lot of great quarterbacks. Well, he's got at least one other great quarterback or theoretically great young quarterback in Herbert. Who knows what Russell Wilson becomes with Sean Payton? You know, I saw... Who yeah, was we just that? cast them off completely. Like, they but were so bad last year, we forgot about them. But now, right. what if they become relevant again? I think Drew Brees says... And I know he's biased. So I of take course. that with the, you know, Little League mother grain of salt. But Russell Wilson's best part of his career is ahead of him now that Sean Payton has arrived. Wow. If that's true... Okay. Well, now you have a really interesting division, and we don't even know who the Raiders are going to get. For all we know, the Raiders are going to get Aaron Rodgers. So, um, yeah, the challenges to Mahomes are part of the reason why I think um, he may be the boat, but he may never be the goat. Exactly. That's one of those classic ESPN, like, he, he's the great, he's the best, but is he the greatest? Right. Which always confounds me. Like, it's such an ESPN talking point. Well, to be fair, isn't that what I kind of do with Belichick when you call him the greatest coach of all time? And I say, no, he's the greatest winner of all time, but Paul Brown is the greatest coach. I kind of do it, too, so I'm a bit of a fraud myself. Okay, you know, and honestly, Andy, you know, owning up to one's own fraudulence is the first step in trying to become a better man and a better fan. See, my guy Belichick was uh, nearby this week in Fall River. No, what was he doing down in the, What was he? What was he doing South Coast? Stopped at a local sub shop. I'm going to suspect that maybe he was making the trek to the ferry to get to Nantucket, or mm-hmm. maybe going to New Bedford to fly to Nantucket. Okay, and uh, he stopped at a, a local sub shop in Fall River, and the picture was making the rounds down this way on social media. How about that, Bill Belichick going to a sub? Sh- See, he is one of us. He's just like he the is. rest of us. 
Yeah, exactly. He and I, I've always thought he have and you I gone same into, guy. Have you gone in to ask what he ordered? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do I care? I don't I'm know. A just, stalker like you? Yeah, I'd want to know. What, I mean, like, first of all, I thought he shopped exclusively at Subway. I think that was a one-off for a buddy. I, got it, I, I mean, there's got to be multiple people that, like, went in just constantly after that. Like, what do you get? What yeah, do you order? Sure. Did yeah, he get, yeah, it was posted on all the local, has like, to, uh, has to. Did you touch sites. this part of the counter like, <laughs> right. that, I'm, that I'm touching right now? Well, <laughs> here, take it. I just want to get a, like, where should it, like, where was he when he ordered? What was he like? Was he friendly? Was he nice? Well, he Did was he, talking to the guy, the, I think the owner. <laughs> I don't know the place. It's a famous place down this way. It's sort of like Philly. There's these two sub shops in Fall River that people say one is better than the other, and you're kind of loyal to one or the other. And it was one of those. And it looks mm-hmm. like he's talking to what would appear to be an older gentleman that I might assume is the owner. Uh, so was it Marcucci's? I think it's Marzilli's. Marzilli's. <laughs> Something like that. There no, is Marzilli's Bakery. They are currently closed. They open tomorrow at 7 a.m. And I think the one you just said is the other one. Okay. The- that, would make, that would make a lot of sense. Well, it looks, this look, okay. This looks like a classic old, oh, yeah, Marzilli's Bakery Grinder Pizza. Yeah. How about that? Ooh, this looks Do good. What to her pizza? <laughs> no, they call them. Gr- Wait a second. Hold on. Are you going to tell me down on the South Coast you guys call them Grinders? Uh, not some people do. I don't. I call it a sub. Yeah, and it's, I thought we've do. been through this before. Like it's hoagies in like Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. Where I'm not sure where do grinders be. Is that like a Connecticut thing? Um, it's definitely a portion of the local population here. I don't know if it has to do with ethnicity. Could it be like a Portuguese thing or a? I know it's pretty big in Rhode Island. Like right. Okay, people, it's a Rhode Island. When thing. you look at it, may be. I mean, yeah. And we're, any men, any menu you see, it says grinder. And we're kind of like Ooh, Eastern Rhode good. Island. Yeah, I mean, we get all. You the are. Local. You're, you're kind of like yeah. more like the part of Connecticut I live in is def- technically more tri-state than New England. I apologize yeah. for that. I feel bad about it every night when I lay my head down on my Tom Brady pillow. I I, I do. And just the same way that like you're you're kind of more Rhode Island than you are Massachusetts. Yeah, which is why it was great for years because I always got all the TV stations. I got all the Boston and all the Providence, so I had all extra games occasionally based on NFL Network rule. I mean NFL TV rules. So, yeah, we're kind of Eastern Rhode Island. Yeah, this place looks legit. Somebody, anyone down there, let us know if you've ever been to uh, Marzilli's Bakery before or uh, if you've gone in and found out what Belichick ordered, 617-779. Oh, come on. It's just funny. I mean, they got to make a, like, there's, just like, you know, anytime somebody famous comes into your shop, your sandwich place, your your cafe, whatever, you know, the owners get a picture with them, they'll put, they'll put it up on the wall. It's like the guy, you know, the guy that runs... Uh, Aria, uh, the great restaurant here in Boston, always takes photos with uh, all the celebs that come in and out, whatever. Like, his wall of fame would just be, need to build an entirely new wall in there. There have been so many great players uh, and sports celebrities that have come through there because it's such a great take. Along um, those lines. Would love uh, to know. they got to make a Belichick sandwich. The barbecue place that I went to two weeks ago for lunch, Kevin James was there one day prior. No kidding. Yeah. Fil- was he uh, fi- in the area Blart. filming Paul, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop 3? Uh, I hope so. Or maybe, uh, maybe he and Adam Sandler are grown ups fu- three. They're fulfilling his five hundred million dollar Netflix deal, and they're doing grown ups three. Yeah, that I mean, that was all shot around here. The first one, so maybe. But yeah, he he was at the local barbecue shop. So people are just flocking to the South Coast. We're bringing them in. Tourism is on the uptick. All right, Bill Belichick sub shop and Fall River visit digressions aside. Uh, as we were talking, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I think both of us are in agreement that all of this talk about. Catching up to Brady, winning seven Super Bowls, being feeling the need to deem someone the GOAT now. And it's just a natural sports talk, human nature type of thing. You know, how many years did we have to hear? Kobe is the next MJ. How how long do we always have? Like, who's the next Brady now is the big thing here. I don't think we... 
I don't think we've ever had to hear, like, who's the next Gretzky, maybe just because there's not as much hockey talk in the sports zeitgeist as well. Uh, Baseball-wise, like, is there a who's the next somebody in baseball that has been dominating dialogue for a long time? I really don't feel like there has been. Uh, No. No. Not really. No, not, not so much. But as far as the Chiefs go, and you and I addressed this earlier this week on the podcast, and I think it... I think it merits uh, re-mentioning before we talk about the Patriots specifically. As far as the Super Bowl, the, the teams in the Super Bowl and the Kansas City Chiefs and the takeaways for the Patriots, I think you and I were both in lockstep and agreement, Andy, on the idea that when you watch Super Bowl 57, the level of talent, the level of physical dominance, the level of speed, just I felt like I was watching a complete, and I know we're judging this against the 2022 Patriots who basically just spent an entire season not being able to get out of their own way. I understand that, uh, mostly on the offensive side of the ball, which was offensive completely, to say the least, as opposed to the defense. But I, I just, like, the, the Patriots are going to need, basically, the they're going to need to do two things. One, they're going to have to crush the offseason free agency-wise the same way uh, and with trades that Philadelphia did. Philadelphia had an elite recruiting class, they make the trade for A.J. Brown. They've drafted well. And in the little piece I was checking out on NFL.com, the 2022 Kansas City Chiefs historic, uh, rather their Super Bowl championship, was in large part fueled by what they're calling a historic draft class. Think about this. Last year in the draft, the Kansas City Chiefs got Trent McDuffie, excellent corner, helped contribute to their underrated secondary. George Karloftis, the defensive end linebacker who helped to aid the pass rush along with Frank Clark and Chris Jones, who is an underrated stud no matter what anyone says. Jalen Watson and Isaiah Pacheco. You get four starters in the draft. Pretty good. That's, that's pretty uh, damn good. That's a good. I'm going to call him Pacheco, too, because that's how we say it in the uh, South Coast. But Oh, uh, see, now <laughs> is that, that's a Rhode Island thing. Hey, he's still Pacheco to us, even though it's, but yeah. I, I mean, that four Portuguese starters in the draft. Imagine that. Uh, Almost 20%, like. Well, the Patriots used to do that. I know. That's a really quick route to success. When you surround, you mentioned Chris Jones. We talk Mm -hmm. about Kelsey and Mahomes. When you have those kinds of guys, Mm -hmm. you need to hit some of those drafts so that people are going, wow, they drafted X, Y, and Z, and he came right in and he played right away. It was a little bit what you were talking about midseason when you were all hot and bothered by the Patriots draft this year and then sort of the bottom fell out a little bit to some degree and it wasn't quite as good as you had hoped it to be at that time, but... That is a way, that's a significant way, especially in the expensive quarterback age. Once you have your expensive quarterback, you have to have some draft classes like that, in my opinion, to put your roster over the top, to get you from just star power to depth and and kind of breadth of talent. And they did that. They deserve credit for that. No, absolutely. And and it's it, they showed that, yes, of course, great coaching. Yes, an elite quarterback. Maybe this generational talent, once-in-a-lifetime kind of guy who's never... No one we've seen has played the position the way Patrick Mahomes has. I get that. And yeah, Travis Kelsey turns out to be the linchpin for the offense, not Tyreek Hill all this time. But yeah, every now and again, like you have to have an awesome free agency class, you have to make some smart trades, and you have to crush the draft. So in a lot of ways, this validates almost everything that Robert Kraft has been talking about the last couple of years. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Your number one priority for the New England Patriots this offseason. And what were your takeaways Patriots-wise after watching Super Bowl 57 last week? Andy and I will continue with our offseason checklist. We've been reviewing positions uh, by level of importance and interest on, on Six Rings podcast as well. We'll also talk about the quarterback position because, yes, 
someone has dragged up another story that may let us know that we can't just leave Mac alone and give him a chance to actually re-earn that respect that he's wanted to, as he's talked about in his uh, exercise Instagram posts, Andy, and that maybe the backup uh, Zappy Hour could be having a say in the equation as well. It's all on the table. Get your calls in. It's Fitzy and Hart here with you at 2 p.m. on WEI. It's not often that we can bring such hard-hitting, breaking news and information on a Sunday morning when it's the football offseason. The NFL has just concluded a wild, memorable, if at times uneven, 2022 season. Epic Super Bowl. Massive ratings, Andy. And you would think there would be a letdown on All-Star Weekend, even with the Celtics and Bruins kicking ass with tanker gas the way they have been this season. Oh, no, no, no. Fitzy and Hart. Come in hard on a Sunday morning with big, important information like what Andrew was able to acquire for us during the break. Are you ready for this, Andy? Yes. Yeah, so Mike and Fall River, uh, I guess you can call a regular at the, uh, I'm sorry, what, what, what the name of the subplace? Marzilli's. Marzilli's. Uh, I guess he's a regular down there, goes quite often. He gave me some uh, info on what Belichick uh, ordered there. So I guess he had the, uh, he had the Reuben. The Reuben sandwich mm-hmm. there. He might have. I believe he was with his granddaughter. So oh. nice, nice little day out for, so uh, it was a for gran- Mr. Belichick. Grandpa's day out, and he goes to a famous sub shop, and he gets a Reuben. Andy, can you confirm this? Uh, yes, I had read the same thing. Two medium grinders, a Reuben, and a roast beef. Two unflavored Smart Waters. Un- hold tight. Who in the world? I'm sorry. I. Who in the world? Orders something as savory and delicious. So we got two grinders. They could have been an Italian sub. It could be meatball parm, my personal favorite. Who knows? And a Reuben. Probably maybe some chips factored into the equation. Who knows? And instead of just treating yourself, I mean, you're already just like taking in all the sodium, sugar, and calories and carbs you need for an entire week in one sitting, and I'm here for it. I celebrate the entire catalog. You're not going to go, You're at least get like a nice crisp, like a Coke? Yeah. Uh, but have some- a cream soda? Sometimes the bubbles create a little oh. uh, issue for me. So I sometimes go with the water as well if I'm having a good sub so I can truly enjoy and digest the sub without some uh, discomfort. Water with us, Andrew. Water with a sub? Yeah. I mean, I've done it before on days where I just like oh. I need some water. I haven't drank any water yet. I got to I got to do it. But no, I mean, a diet Pepsi, a diet Coke. Hey, something crispy to help. Yeah, a little effervescence yeah. to cut yeah. the yeah, to cut the meat, if you will. Yeah, something Manny that, I mean, we're already, that. you know, you're. I mean, if you're having like a chicken parm sub, not, nice. you know, not the most unhealthy thing in the world, but a lot of carbs, you might as well just cap it off with a Diet Coke and just feel more worse about yourself. Have, like, a, you know. have a, a, a nice cold beer, maybe an Italian Pilsner, a clean See, Pilsner. that I can't do. A I lot? cannot drink oh beer God. and eat at oh. the same time. Oh, I don't like know what. Pizza and beer? Where am, people listening that, I mean, right yes, now, that, am I in crazy town? Did I take loony pills? What's going on? I got people advocating for drinking water with chicken parm subs, refusing to have food and beer together in the same sitting. My God. <laughs> it's the, bu- the the bubbles really get to me with the beer. Rob, That's Br- what you know means. what, Tom Well, Brady- how do the bubbles not bother you with the Coke then? That's what I said. I don't know. It, maybe it's a taste thing. Tom Brady did ruin this area, and it wasn't just by leaving on St. Patrick's Day three years ago and <laughs> leaving us with a pandemic. He ruined it because now everyone tries to eat healthy and lost their way. Wait you get a, a sub, you need chips, you need like Doritos, you need like salt and vinegar, potato chips. Mm. You have to at least have sure. like a Coke Zero or a Pepsi, if not a cream soda, which is the goat of all sodas, and maybe, just maybe, reach for a beer. My God. Ugh. Brian and Middleborough. has beer. Brian and Middleborough, would you please save me here? Like, uh, we have a call, of course, our first call of the day. 
Yeah, we've had several calls. They that want sucks. to talk sports. But, of course, first call we're going to take is about subs versus grinders. Uh, Andrew, can you bring up line two, please? Brian and Middleborough, how are you, friend? Hey, Fixie, you're a god. Oh, stop, what please. Thank you. Here. Great to hear from you. Of what? Andy, you're okay, too. See? Uh, all right. Real simple. I've been listening to the confusion for three days with subs and grinders. Thank you. It's so simple. Okay. A grinder's toasted. Thank you. There we go. A toasted that's sub all, is a grinder. That's all it is. It's, huh. it's classic New England. I don't understand how everybody else doesn't know this, but it's a regular sub, toasted. Huh. That's a grinder. So well, I like grinders. So and, basically Quiznos, whenever Quiznos was a thing. Yeah, so Qu- Quiznos thought they were something special. We already had that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and Brian, Brian, could you please, could you, like, could you have a water when you have a sub or a grinder? I was going to get to that because I had to follow up on your last caller. Okay. You need something fizzy with any meal so you can taste it again 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the comeback, of course. Second helping. Hell yeah, dude. That's, dude, that's Fat Guy 101. <laughs> we got, Andy, can you, uh, are you taking the minutes on today's program? I know Andrew's very busy producing in the other room. Thank you for the call, Brian. Appreciate that very much. Sure. Okay, so a Fat Guy 101, you have to have something fizzy. With your with your meals, I can't believe you guys have water with a suburb. Not like, all the time. Not, not all, all the time. time. I know you're making this into more than it is. What do you got? What do you guys have a nice meatloaf sandwich? You chase oh, it like down with a glass of skim milk. Um, oh hi, excuse me. Yes, I would love. Can I? Uh, yes, uh, welcome, D'Angelo's. Can I help you? Yes, uh, I would love a uh, steak number nine, please. Make it a medium. I want to get nice two greasy fistfuls of this delicious sautéed meat. Oh, by uh, by any chance, do you have any uh, oat milk? Oh, now you crossed a line. No one who drinks oat milk has a uh, steak and cheese at D'Angelo's. <laughs> now you've crossed a line. That's ridiculous. But I would have a glass of milk with a meatloaf sandwich. Uh, yeah, leftover okay, meatloaf fine. sandwich. You grill it on the boom. You eating it? I could have a glass of milk with that. Oh, le- leftover meatloaf sandwich in the in the history of food, fat guy food consumption, uh, comfort classics, etc. The go to for me always, like whenever we met meatloaf growing up in Braintree, South Shore staple. I know some families oh, did the cream it. and mushroom style meatloaf. Some did the uh, ketchup or red sauce on top meatloaf. A meatloaf sandwich with a little ketchup the next day. I was the happiest little fat third grader you, Braintree has ever known. It's a little bit like Thanksgiving turkey. I think an argument can be made actually. that the meatloaf sandwich is better than the meatloaf the night before. I think that argument can be made. Uh, a, thousand, a thousand and ten percent. But you have to have, my God, people, you, 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 you always say to me, you people, I can't yeah. believe Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, can I have a meatloaf sandwich, please? Uh, cool Ranch Doritos and an almond milk. What about an apple juice? I've been known to do that. An a- oh, really? Yeah. Does your I'll mom order. sign your permission slip before you finish it? <laughs> do you eat that? Do you eat that on a field trip at the zoo? You oh, child. come on! A cold apple juice is tremendously you... good. Oh, my God. Here Ice I want to talk. Cold. The Celtics could be on their way to a championship. It's All Star Weekend. XFL 3.0 is launched. The Big Bad Bruins could be working their way down the causeway to hoisting the cup. The Patriots could be on the doorstep of turning things around, and Lord knows what's going on with the Red Sox. And what has stirred the masses and created controversy on Boston Sports Radio today? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick suborders, and do you have a fizzy drink with your meatloaf sandwich? God, I love this. It's going to be a good Sunday. It's going to be. You know what? I was a little concerned for a while. It's going to be a great Sunday. Mike and Quincy, uh, do you have something fizzy with your uh, sub sandwich, sir? Uh, sometimes a Coke Zero. Okay. It was a good little, uh, yeah. you still get the taste, but none, none of the sugar. You get all of the, you know, there's no sugar, but there's probably so much 
fake stuff in there that mm-hmm. it's probably worse than a Coke. Probably, but, probably so. But you gotta um, have a little something, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, exactly. Yes. Anyway, uh, what's on your mind, my man? Oh, wait. Did he did he hang up by accident? Oh, he gone. Oh, hey. Uh, okay. That was was that Mike in Fall River? Mike and Quincy. Okay, we got a break anyway. Mike, call back. I'll take your call on the other side. Sorry about that. That was a little operator error. 617-779-7937. He wanted to get in a little Mac and Zappy take. When we come back, hour number two, we'll kick it off. Yes, people are saying, people in the news, people in the know are saying that the New England Patriots may actually have a little bit of a quarterback competition on our hands. And maybe Mac Jones, who we thought was in the driver's seat to get his comeback on, may actually be looking in his rear view at some competition or could be looking at taking snaps elsewhere. Would you consider it? We'll discuss. Hour two. Fitzy Hart coming at you. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 